Hey everyone, we're pumped to be able to share an exclusive trailer with you after the show. From Blue Wire Studios comes Golden Goal, Stories of Soccer Legends. That actually sounds really cool. It's narrated by fellow Blue Wire host Brandon Kelly. Every Monday, you get two new episodes. We'll take a look into soccer's biggest stars and the moments that define their careers. From Holland, Messi, Rapinoe, and many more, each episode is going to focus on the historical plays and personalities that make the sport great. So stay tuned after the episode. Listen to Golden Goal, Stories of Soccer Legends, wherever you get your podcasts. Breeze hits it in the air to center. We will see you tomorrow night. That is driven out the left center. Forget about this one. Drive home safely. Walk Here comes Joy! Here is Junior to the face! They're gonna wave him in! The throw to the plate will be late! The Mariners are going to play for the American League Championship! I don't believe it! It just continues! My, oh my! It is the walk-off. Holden Kushner and Ryan, the ace of spader, hanging out, talking to baseball. We got camps that are now open. We're taping this on Sunday. It'll probably be on Sunday night, so you might be listening to it on Monday, maybe later in the week. Before we get going here, I miss the 4th of July fireworks at all the baseball games. But I tell you, I don't know how it was back in the D.C. area, but we had fireworks from about... 7 30 to 1 in the morning just non-stop it was an amazing barrage just it was all a bunch of people not caring about the drought we have here uh but it was a pretty awesome fireworks display how was yours i actually was back in the philadelphia area with my family um uh, and there was very little fireworks I, I would have taken them until one in the morning um over I don't even think I heard any, to be honest with you. Really? And yeah, and um, I guess it's a good thing because then the dogs don't piss and shit all over the house. Yeah. But um, it's it's definitely something that I I never really imagined that at 30 years old I would I would miss. No, no, no. It's it happened to me at like 27. So did I ever tell you about the the half a stick of dynamite? No, please do. All right, we'll get into baseball in a minute. So. The navigator for Air Force One under George Bush. And you know what? He was there with Obama for a little bit, too. So the navigator on Air Force One, a family friend, we went up to visit him. And it was out in Pennsylvania, like um, some town 25 minutes outside of Allentown. So it was kind of a small town in Pennsylvania. Very interesting place. This guy has a ton of money. Um, He has this beautiful house. And next to him, he has just two rundown, dilapidated houses. Um, and on one side is a retired Mongols biker. And I was not aware that you could retire from a biker gang, but apparently you can Spader. You can just leave it. So I'm thinking about starting my new career because if I can get five years of biker gang credit in, I'm set, I'm done. The other thing I would say was the Carney that lived on the other side of him. So it's like, again, it's midnight, one in the morning (laughs) and I'm visiting there with my wife. She's pregnant at the time. And our uh, golden retriever, who has high anxiety anyways. So it's about midnight, 1 o'clock. We hear this boom. And the house is shaking. And the dog, like, legit pisses himself right there. <laughs> I can't remember. Is the carny that threw? All right. I'm going to go with the Mongol since he's dangerous. 
the mongrel thought it would be funny to go up to the carny and throw a half a stick of dynamite right outside of his, his bedroom window. It shattered the guy's windows. First of all, the carny was, it was the carny that got it because he was pissed. He's a little short guy. He ran the Ferris wheel. So, and he was very proud about that. I guess that's like the number one job you can have at a carnival. That's so really? he, yeah, I had, that's what I learned from. So the dude throws a fucking half stick of dynamite at the carny. The dog's going crazy. The dog ends up eating like all of this really expensive White House memorabilia that my guy. And then the wife comes down and kicks us out at two in the morning. That was my the worst Fourth of July ever. But it's the best story I got because it has dynamite in it. It's fantastic. Uh, I'm a little bit confused, but right <laughs> what, on, what are you confused sounds, about? Sounds like something I'd want to be a part of. <laughs> what, are, what are you confused about? A biker, a former biker gang Mongol. I guess they're not Mongols, mongrels. How would you say them? Mongols. I think they're Mongols. I and think a carny Mongols and are yeah. something to do with Mongols. No, yeah, I don't know. Something. They're like a Hell's Angels rivals. Those two gangs like to fight each other. Mongols. Shanks and guns. So what are you confused about? Oh yeah, you're right. Okay, Mongols. That is that is right. Mongols. Yeah, MC, I know. California. I know my biker gangs, dude. Oh, like I said, me. it's my next career. But I kind of thought the only way out of a biker gang was in a box. <laughs> That's said. what I just said at the beginning. What were you doing? Play with yourself. <laughs> that was my whole point at the beginning of this. I didn't well, know, I know you could you get out. You said the guy retired. I'm kind of. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how he did it either. Now, what is your question? What are you confused about? Uh, just ha- how does one find themselves in such a precarious situation? Because <laughs> I told you we went to go visit our friend. My friend lives out in the, you know, it was crazy. Anyways, we got baseball talk. Are you ready to go here? Let's go. Uh, so we got, <laughs> so this is interesting. The positive rate, so I guess 38 people, so that's 31 players and seven staff members tested positive with the 3,000, 1.2% positive COVID rate. The baseball world has been wearing their masks, man. This is an incredibly low rate to have. And I mean, they're taking a lot of precautions. This is something that could easily sabotage the whole season. So I'm a little concerned, but this is actually good news. This is good news, Spader. It's fantastic. And uh, I don't know if you've seen, but I, I guess they're, the whole push now is, you know, people saying, well, if Mike Trout can run the bases and wear a mask, then you can wear one in Whole Foods or something it really isn't difficult to put a mask on in whole foods my 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 thing my school thought is uh, first of all i i'm not personally concerned about me contracting uh, this virus i am invincible and impervious to death Mm -hmm. and so i personally am not concerned about my well-being i would be concerned about some some others you know my grandmother's 80 years old and i uh, she smokes as well she's cheated death about a dozen and a half times and uh, I, I, I just, uh, I can understand that. But even if I am like staunchly against the idea of a mask, at the same time, I'm also firmly for businesses' right to uh, implement a policy that is as simple as putting on a mask. And it's to me, it's no different than, you know, you, you go into a, a, um, a convenience store down the shore and what's the first thing you see on the, the door it says no shirt no shoes no service and to me it's the same type of idea there and uh, if if a business says you know you're not coming in here without a mask on then don't go in there without a mask on it's it's really that simple and anybody should be able to 
see that position, whether you're, you know, not even to get into the political aspect of it, but it, like it, it's a business's right to choose. And it's very simple, right? I just don't think it's that tough to wear a mask when you're out. You don't have to when you're outside, but this is not about masks. I, you know what the problem was? I started with dynamite and biker gangs, and now we're sitting here talking about deep into COVID. But a positive rate of 1.2 is great. So that's actually pretty good. I'm down with that. 31 players tested positive. So this is the interesting thing here, Spader, because somebody's going to pop during the regular season. You want to think, even though they're in a bubble, something's going to happen. But Freddie Freeman's the biggest name at this point. Freddie Freeman and Will Smith from the Braves. That's a couple of big hits to the Braves. Now, the season doesn't start until the 24th, so it's still, it's still completely possible that they're going to be back there. I don't know what kind of work they can do. I mean, there's so many questions about this. you got two Mets pop positive, two Nationals. Uh, also with the Nationals, Joe Ross and Ryan Zimmerman backing out. Sean Doolittle might back out. And then you got the Yankees with uh, DJ LeMahieu and Luis Sessa. So a lot of players coming out here. And this, is, this to me is going to be the interesting chess match. It's really not team versus team. It's team versus COVID. So how are the Braves going to overcome that? Freddie Freeman, by far and away, is still their most valuable player, isn't he? I'll take him over Acuna at this point on that team. Yeah, a- absolutely. And I think... Um... I think we've seen a huge shift, at least I've seen, given the people I follow on Twitter, some of whom I, I really wish I could just delete I do too. half of the people that I follow. Honestly. All of them. Uh, but uh, the shift has been from this is this uh, ultra-deadly virus to we don't know what the long-term effects are to almost people being positive that there are long-term effects when this is a, still a novel coronavirus. It's only existed in this country, I think, since what— uh, February, and I, for people to say that like they are certain that there's these long-term health effects, it just is kind of it's a little bit odd to me. And uh, I'm of the school of thought that I'm hoping I'm, I'm I'm cautiously optimistic. I'm hoping that it's not as bad as we all initially thought. And I really hope that Freddie Freeman doesn't have anything wrong with him long-term. And I think that will be the case. And if that's the case, of course, he's going to be the best player on the Braves. Yes, absolutely. No doubt about it. But that's big. I mean, that's a big hit for them. And that's the whole thing about this season is that expect the unexpected, right? We don't know who's going to pop one day. Who knows? Who knows what happens? I mean, it could be a manager. It could be star players. What if a rotation gets it? You know, what if three guys in rotation pop positive? (laughs) It's 60% of your rotation so there is a lot um just a ton of things that are moving parts that are going on right now with this so the players that backed away from the season people sent some mean messages i'm sure big deal i don't if you're ryan zimmerman you got to understand you know his mother uh, high risk he's got high risk in his family david price same thing mike leak same thing i don't know felix hernandez just bolted it wasn't for covid was it I feel like Felix Hernandez is just done. His great career is over, and this is how it's going away. So, he's wait, is he not playing? I didn't see that. Yeah, he's out. Oh. He just he just didn't even pop positive, apparently. He just walked up. He said, I'm done this season. I'm not playing. And I don't that's, know why, but that's what happened. You know, actually, it's funny that Felix Hernandez, of, of all, uh, just, let me get you the, on May 16th, Felix, uh, one of Felix Hernandez's agents reached out to me and he said, uh, Ryan, this is uh, Andres from Felix's team. Are you 
and Fernandez, I, I don't, I guess he has people operating his Twitter account or something. But he said, "This is uh, Andres from um, Felix's team. Are you open to do a uh, live chat with Felix to talk about baseball and his future projects?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure, whatever." Uh, I, I can't imagine why he wanted to talk with with, with me. But then I, after I said, <laughs> after I said yes to that, I never heard anything back. <laughs> <laughs> ah, he's Dunsky. Dunsky, no Felix Hernandez, man. I hope this isn't the end of his career. We've talked about him before. Uh, his Cy Young year was tremendous. I think he's a Hall of Famer. He's my favorite, one of my probably five favorite pitchers. Hold on, whoa, whoa, wait, I've wait, ever wait. Seen. He's the Braves tweeted out yesterday a video of him throwing. Correct. And he commented on it. What did he comment? He just said peekaboo. I don't, I don't know what the fuck that means. But maybe so he's he was out. hiding. He's out. He's out. Trust me on this. He's done. He said, I'm out. Interesting. Yes, yeah, opting out. That's wild, man. And uh, uh, David Price one is uh, kind of odd as well. I don't know what he... Um, I don't know what he has going on, you know, if it's because of family or anything like that, but it's, it's just kind of interesting that he opts out and he's also that guy who paid... I th- I don't know how much it was, but he paid like uh, all the minor leaguers in Los Angeles, like the Dodgers. Really? Yeah. He, I, I'm trying to hear it is. You know he what paid, Price did? That that's right with the minor. Right, two, right yeah, two hundred and fifty thousand dollars he gave mm-hmm. to um, Dodgers uh, minor leaguers, and so here's what Price's note. Uh, says, and this is from a passing tweet, after considerable thought and discussion with my family and the Dodgers, I've decided it's best, in my best interest of my health and my family's health for me to not play this season. I will miss my teammates and will be cheering for them throughout the season and on to a World Series victory. I'm sorry I will not be playing this year, but look forward to representing you next year. I really hope that these guys who opt out, they change the rule where they can opt back in if the situation changes. Uh, and that would be really, it would be kind of like a really interesting thing if, you know, the Dodgers make the postseason, Price feels better about it, um, better about playing at that point, and then doesn't play a regular season, but then plays in the postseason for the Dodgers. Hmm. Very interesting. Very interesting that he went down. I, I don't know what the reason is either, so... Uh, he's gone. Here's the other thing I'm getting, and this is a lot on social media, and I think right now, I really wish I could just delete the whole thing. Um, Me too, man. Maybe, you know, we're doing a show, though. I got to, you know what, Tuesday, I'm just going to take the day off. Let's see if I can just, I used to have one week a year. I used to go on a cruise and just would not even turn my phone on. That would be it. And it not was even the, for Pornhub? No, because I was with my my woman at the time. All we would do is have sex and eat and pass out and get messed up. And the cruises are the best. Now they're not going to be any good because everyone's going to die on them and they're going to leave you out at sea. But uh, I'm getting a lot of, why are they even bother playing this year? I don't even want them to play a season. And I don't understand that. I, I have been dying for a baseball game now for how long? I don't even remember. I know you're, you've been dying for some baseball. We all need something. I don't understand why people keep telling me not to even play the season. Like I will take one pitch over no pitches at all. I'll take all the pomp and circumstance going into that first night. I will take it. Why in the hell are people upset that we're going to play this season? I don't, I just don't, I don't get it. I, I don't understand the, 
and I've seen this a lot, and it's it's the Twitter thing, man. Uh, but these, there's like people who, my perception of them is that they're like cheering for this to be an awful, awful thing, mm-hmm. and I don't understand that. If there's like some, I don't know what what possible agenda one could have to want this to be a, a bad thing for people. Like I, I just want. I, I again, I'm cautiously optimistic. I want this to be. I, I hope we blew everything out of proportion. Obviously, we didn't because, what, there's 131,000 people who are dead in this country. Yes. Uh, but I I just generally hope that this is something where we um, can, in the future, be cautious of and realize that, oh, um, maybe it shouldn't have taken a fucking pandemic for people to know that they should wash their hands after they take a shit. Huh. That's... Not very sanitary if you don't. You should always wipe your hands, buddy. Uh, yes, I, I I agree. I don't. I didn't sound like you were being really forceful about that, though. I kind of felt like it was a optional thing, kind of like a mask. No, I'd say my, Just, my point. My point was that why is it that it took a pandemic for people to know that they have to wash their hands? I don't understand. Like I remember seeing people tweeting like. Uh, what are some songs that I can do other than happy birthday twice while washing my hands that I can fill <laughs> 20 seconds with? And I'm like, um, I don't know. Why, why haven't you been washing your hands until this point? Yeah. Why? Because you probably should. This is why I always fist pumped you and never shook your hand. I hate shaking hands. It's disgusting. And people still don't wipe their hands after taking a piss or a crap or any of that stuff. It's disgusting. Just just stop it. It's so gross. Enough with that stuff. There is no shortage of action going on at our exclusive partner, Bet Online. NASCAR is back. Bet Online has hundreds of other games, events, sports to get in on, too. You can still bet on simulated NFL, NBA, and UFC events 24-7, or you can participate in a $10,000 Madden Bracket Challenge, a March Madness-style NFL simulation tournament, you can enter that for free. Coming up next Sunday, Bet Online has ex-Chicago Bulls, Ron Harper, Horace Grant, Bill Cartwright, Craig Hodges joining them to discuss the Michael Jordan documentary on what they're calling the final dance. Visit betonline.ag. Use the promo code BLUEWIRE to receive your new welcome bonus and check out all the action. Bet Online, your online wagering solution. Uh, by the way, if you're listening to this on July 6th, that means we're, what, 17 days away from opening day. So that's kind of cool. But I, again, I just don't understand if you, why you want the season just to be canceled already. 60 here. here this is what one guy says, Paul Paul. So I said, uh, Who is oh, this? Th- this was the some guy named Paul Paul. Uh, I'm I feeling s- that's not his real name. Yeah, and and this is a horrible take, too. So I have the video of Tanaka getting hit in the head with a line drive from Stanton. And I put above it, it's a mild concussion. Tanaka's a lucky man. And then this guy goes, is this worth a meaningless 60 games? That kind of shit? And I hate the Yankees, but come on. People are just finding ways to make stuff up. Like, oh, he got hit in the head with a line drive. Let's just cancel the whole season. Let's just get rid of that. Or, you know, it's going to hurt the integrity of the game. What are, what are you talking about? What's, what is the integrity of baseball? Will you tell me what it is now? Because the only integrity, I, I don't see any integrity. I see owners, a commissioner, and a bunch of players that acted like a bunch of selfish assholes this offseason and finally got a deal done now so that we have a little bit of a season, which I will take. 
just frustrating. I, I don't get I got, where people are coming from. Don't understand. I wish I had, I wish I had something to offer you. They're assholes I'm, too, right? You think the same thing. It's ridiculous. And like, I, I think these are the same people who don't ever want to go back to work. They just want to sit in their houses forever, get $1,200 checks from the government, and do nothing. I don't ever want to like, go back home after this. I just want to work all the time. Hang out with my kids, work, try and get laid once in a while, but that'd be about it. I, it's like, I, I, I just want to work. I really do enjoy walking, walking, working from home. It's fantastic. Like, not putting on pants is wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. There was a study I read because I've been working from home now for, sheesh, I don't know, since what, 2016? Um, 17. I will say that, 16. I will say that working for, there was a study that said, don't wear sweatpants because your work will not be as good if you wear sweatpants. Put pants uh, on. Put pants on. I like real pants on. I don't do it. I don't give a shit, but that's what the study said. I, I can see where they're coming from with that. However, I have also read studies that say that all these companies that thought their production would decline have seen production increases because people's utility is higher working from home because they're happier. Well, here's the other thing. Like, have you gotten laid since you've been working? Me? At home? I, 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 I am... Uh, in the middle of your workday, do you get like a blowjob or something? Because no, that sounds like a great thing that I would want to stay home all the time for. Uh, you, you, sir, need to hop back on the Tinder, it sounds like. What do you mean? I actually got a date with a girl coming up. I'm excited about that. Oh, very nice. But, very I mean, nice. you could say, hey, you got laid. I got head doing a radio show. <laughs> Good for you, man. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> I appreciate that. The good old days. The good old days. So <laughs> here's the next one. This is a fun one. I'm sure you're going to love this. So I'm watching Major League yesterday, and I wonder, I, it had to have been planned for MLB, right? Because yesterday was when everybody was going crazy on the Indians name. Like, you got to change the name. I get the logo. The logo was pretty damn racist. Like, I mean, you look at Chief Wahoo. <laughs> for the last few years, I've been going, yeah, man, that's, uh, yeah, that's just... That's just blatant right there. But MLB Network goes out and plays Major League. I absolutely love that that movie. I forgot how much I loved a movie because I hadn't seen it in so long. I have caught up on The Natural and then that movie. But, um, I mean, I, I think if a lot of the people that just want to cancel everything in this country ended up watching that, they would lose their shit. You'd probably have, like, heart attacks, seizures, it's a funny fucking movie. Yeah, it's one of the few baseball movies that I actually enjoy. And um, I, I'm, I'm with you. It's, they would demand apologies from Charlie Sheen and uh, what, it, the, the, what the hell? President Palmer. I can't remember what the actor's name is. Um, the uh, Serrano, President Palmer, Allstate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just demanding apologies from, from all these people. And... I guess, like, I've always been of the school of thought that I don't think that uh, white people <laughs> should tell other people what is or isn't offensive. Uh, I see that the logo is clearly a caricature, and it's an exaggeration. It's 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 not becoming. But um, I, I think uh, I think we're trending in a direction where the Indians are probably going to change that name 
to uh, I wouldn't be, be at all surprised if they went back to like the Naps, but then you're going to find out that Nap Lahoy was a yeah, racist or why, something. Yeah, Nap Lahoy was a racist, and then I'm not saying he is, but then you you have to be so safe now. Just pick a safe name. What it's, what about now? What about this? Do where did we draw the like? Do you, do you then have to change the Celtics logo? Why? It's, a, it's an Irishman fighting. It's oh, well, in a caricature does that bother just you? as well. Do you no, think that bo- there is one Irish person that that bothers? Because uh, if there is, then there's a chance that it's going to be changed. I, I think if you think of any, anything you can think of, bothers somebody. Okay, then like, the Celtics are screwed. I think that's, my, a, that's I, a good one. My father always tells me, like, if you can think of it, somebody's doing it, right? Yeah, and I, I think if if you can think of that, like look at the any of the logos that, and that's just one that come just came to the top of my head. I'm sure there's several other ones that are caricatures of a person, right? Yeah, that somebody's going to find offensive. It's just going to happen. So yeah, the Indians' name is done. There's no way they're keeping that. I think the Redskins' name is going to change too, which shocks. Well, there's me. no I, doubt. I really that's, never thought that was going to. That's change. number one. I mean, that that's going to be the the door that opens up. Uh, the way to getting uh, the Indians name changed and probably the Braves. I would think that the Braves too, you know, the Braves, I think people that's, forget about this. When no, I would, that's, see, that's ridiculous. Well, well <laughs> here, let me tell you a little brave story. And I didn't realize that this was a, uh, it was offensive to wear all the native American head garb. When I was little, I was a little kid and it was middle school. So I lived middle school. I lived in Atlanta and they used to have a guy there, their mascot in the outfield, and the, they, they call Atlanta Fulton County Stadium the launching pad. And he would mm-hmm. be out of this pad out there, be Chief Nakahoma. And Chief, I have autographs of Chief Nakahoma. This dude was in full headdress. He was a white guy <laughs> dressed like an Indian, though. It was just like you can't. <laughs> times change, and there's certain things you can't get away with. So Chief Nakahoma, they said goodbye to him. And it was very unceremoniously, too, because nobody heard anything about him. So but Braves fans, if you, know, if you remember and you went to some Braves games back in the late, mid, mid to late 80s, you remember Chief Nakahoma. So that, uh, and then the Braves, I, I don't know if that's going to change. I'm not sure. It just seems like everything. It, it, we, we've gotten into hyperspace changing everything. Everything has to change right now. There's no time for discourse. Everything has to change right now, you know? Um, but with the Indians name, we've been talking about it for so long. I feel like that would not be a, a trigger reaction, a hair trigger reaction. It's just that it's going to bother a whole bunch of people. I thought that the mascot was pretty nasty. The name, to me, I don't, I don't get why it is offensive, but I think they're going to change it. What if they go now? What if they changed it to like the Cleveland Natives, <laughs> and then, wouldn't that piss people off too? <laughs> yes, absolutely. What yeah. about um, so? Just to change gears, you bring up just Keith real Nakahoma quick. Cleveland and, Spiders. Go back to the Spiders. Love yeah, it. The um, I actually didn't know of Chief Nakahoma. This is very interesting. You didn't know and, of him, uh, huh? Well, I mean, I was born in 89, and he was done in 85. I thought uh, I would tell you, have told you about Chief Nakahoma, but obviously I didn't. No. And um, the, uh, the Braves now, though, they have this um, freeze, which is like one of the best. Uh, Love him. Yeah, it's like one of the best bits in baseball right now. So he here, I'm looking at him. Yeah, he, he, he gives a fan like a 100-yard lead, and then he beats him going from one end of the warning track to the other. Yeah, it's, it's fantastic. I'm looking at these. Um, prof- so there's actually uh, 
page on Wikipedia, Native American mascot controversy, and you have professional teams, uh, the Braves, Blackhawks, Indians, apparently Edmonton Eskimos. I don't even know what that is. That is but, the Canadian Football League. It, and it, Alaska Airlines is going to have to change theirs too then. And then you have um, the Chiefs as well, which I yes. didn't know was an issue. Um, and well, you know what the issue is? Is that they got a guy in a full headdress, usually a white guy in a full headdress, riding out on a horse. Oh. <laughs> I, 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 gotta, I don't watch many Chiefs games. We didn't really know. Well, that's, I used to cover them too. So, yes, that's what's going on at Chiefs games. Uh, I'm really curious because I'm not saying that it's, it's right or anything, that having a team named the Indians is right. Uh, but I do see the side where it is potentially a slippery slope and all of a sudden you're just going to have, I mean, can you, like, I don't know, every team's going to be named a color or something. <laughs> no, they won't be named a color because that would oh, be yeah. racist. That's, I, I guess you're right. Yeah. Uh, so you have to figure out something else. A bird maybe? Like, how pissed off have you been if you fly your rebel flag? And you still like the Confederacy. How pissed off are you that the Yankees have been so good for so long? Like, <laughs> we know that the Yankee name would have gotten canceled had the South won. You realize right. that, right? Yeah. We never yeah, would yeah, have yeah. had the Yankees. What, 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 the, what would they have been called? I don't know. But, but the greatest sports dynasty in the United States probably would have been offensive to the Confederates. Well, you and, know what uh, the Yankees have were originally, change. right? They, were they the Highlanders? Yeah, that's I'm very impressed. Although yeah. uh, the Yankees were so they, the the Yankees started in 1903, and they were actually originally the Baltimore Orioles. Correct. And in John 1901 McGraw in 1902. John McGraw was their manager. Wee Willie Keeler was uh, one of the Hall of Famers on that team on the Orioles, mm-hmm. uh, and that was uh, hit them where they ain't. Great book about the turn of the century Orioles that ended up moving to New York and becoming the Yankees. But do you know uh, what's even funnier about that is the, uh, the Yankees have disassociated themselves with, the, with that part of their history. They no longer stake claim to the 1901-02 Orioles. Why as did they of, ever? As, I don't know. Uh, maybe Keeler? I don't know. But as of uh, July 21st, I believe it was, 2000, 2014, disassociated themselves huh interesting i didn't know it took somebody must have looked at like the record books and be like we weren't even there there has been many baltimore teams that ended up relocating too yes actually you know if i pull up that that's actually an interesting stat in and of, in and of itself how many different baltimore teams have there been uh baltimore orioles uh you have here i, I just pulled it up on um Baseball reference. Can I, t- can I take some stabs at it? All right, let's see what you got. So we got the New York Highlanders was the first one, right? Well, yes, they were the Baltimore Orioles. One so. of the teams went to St. Louis. That I remember reading. Um, they were the Browns. They went to St. Louis and they were the Browns? Mm-hmm. Um, th- so that was one of the teams, right? Hold on. I, th- I, I, think they, the, I think the St. Louis Browns actually went to Baltimore. Went to Baltimore. Me- there was something going on with Baltimore, though. You know, and yeah. they've just so the been, St. Louis Browns are the Orioles of modern day. So they okay, wow. See this? <laughs> there's, Wait, there's so many. No, moving hold on, whoa, whoa. This is mess. Uh, this shit's wild. I wish I prepared a little better for this. What? So, so they the St. Louis Browns were established in 1901 as the Milwaukee Brewers. <laughs> 
they um, then were the Browns in St. Louis, and then in 1953 they moved to Baltimore and became the modern Baltimore Orioles. Oh my God, that's actually wild. <laughs> All these things are wild. So, so let me get so you. How these many teams? teams yeah, I want to hear that because so you're saying the Browns became the Orioles, right? Yes. Yeah. And I kind of feel like there's at least one team in Boston and at least one team in Boston was a Baltimore team too, I think. All right, I'm going to hit you with all these here. Okay. First, I'll give you the Orioles team. We have the Orioles as we know them today, mm-hmm. which are, have been a franchise since 1901 when they were the Milwaukee Brewers, then became the St. Louis Browns, then became the Baltimore Orioles. But then you have the Baltimore Orioles that are the Yankees now from 1901 and 1902. Then you have the Baltimore Orioles from 1882 to 1899 that are no longer a team. They were part of the American Association and then the National League until 1899. And now you got a bunch of other teams. you got the Baltimore uh, Terrapins, which I'm sure the Maryland people would love. They Mm -hmm. are all about that nonsense. The Baltimore Monumentals, the Baltimore Marylands, and the Baltimore Canaries. Damn, dude, nobody, just nobody even bothered thinking of names back then. They're like, what's next to me? All right, a fucking canary. What was the other one? What was the one before the canaries? The Marylands. Like, <laughs> and the Monumentals. So let's just come up with some stupid names like that, name the teams that, and then that's it. Well, let's just move you know, on. You know what the uh, Dodgers were? It, uh, I don't know if they were initially. The Doyers so many, were the, they were also so Spiders. They were spiders and trolley dodgers and all sorts of shit. Um, they were, I, I don't want to say it was their first uh, first name. They were the spiders for a while. They were the bridegrooms. What's going on here? They were the bridegrooms. Yes. And uh, the only reason I know that is because um, I found a fact that uh, Beltron was the first player to play postseason games for one team in two different leagues since the um, 1889-1890 Brooklyn Bridegrooms because they went from the AA to the NL. Huh. And, and they played. They did have, uh, I think they called it the World Championship then, but it was basically like World Series, but they were considered exhibition games, and I don't think they were awarded any trophy or anything like that. The real first World Series is... Uh, they weren't spiders. They were Superbas. Superbas. <laughs> They're not Superbas. They're Superbas. <laughs> yeah, they were. They were. But the bridegrooms in the 1800s. How okay. about that? What else? Uh, I don't know all the Dodgers' names. Hold on. I can pull them up. Just, they were the worst. Like If you go back 1884 MLB standings, and I'm gonna just, if you just look at all the players, all the teams that were there. This is these are just horrible. All right, here you go. I'm going to go through all yeah. the Dodgers names. 1884, they are the Brooklyn Atlantics. 85 to 87, the Brooklyn Grays. 1888 to 1890, the Brooklyn Bridegrooms. 1891 to 95, the Brooklyn Grooms. 1896 to 98, again, the Brooklyn Bridegrooms. 1899. All the way to 1910, you've got the Brooklyn Superbas. Then they're the Dodgers in 11 and 12. Then they're the Superbas again in 1913. Then they're the Robins from 1914 uh, to 1931. And then 32 
to 57 Brooklyn Dodgers and then Los Angeles Dodgers from there. Well, again, back in 1884, we had 33 teams. I didn't even know that. Um, headlined by the Richmond Virginians. Yes, again, thinking up some really good names. And you had you had the Washington Nationals and the Milwaukee Brewers. So all those names that they here's a cool one: the Cincinnati Outlaw Reds. Why did they take outlaw out of it? Do you know what well, much more badass that the Reds sound like when they're outlaws? They they also were the I think they were also the Red Stockings and the Red Legs and they had all kinds of. Yeah, they were the red legs, the red stockings. Huh. I didn't know they were the outlaw reds, though. That's interesting. That was the ML, MLB Union Association, apparently. They were mm. uh, not a good team. You had the Altoona Mountain Cities. So, again, anything works. I don't even care. Just come up with a name and let's go with it. And can you get the uniforms right? It's not the Indians saying they're going to change this season. Like, this is it. There's no way you're changing all the uniforms, names, everything before the season starts. So. No, they could do that overnight. Come on. No way. Yes. You got to change all the shit in your stadiums in the middle of a global pandemic. They could change, change the uniforms the signs. overnight. I don't know about the signs, but the uniforms and overnight. You got Absolutely. gigantic Indians thing. They just wait till next year. Just get it done. Just don't do it right now, then. Do it right. If you're going to do it, do it right. Right? Do it with me. You want the uh, you want them to be the spiders though? Is that what I would like this. I th- I would like the spiders. People That's- spiders have a bad reputation. They are wonderful beings of this planet. They eat the most annoying thing in the world, besides for Twitter trolls, which would be <laughs> bugs. That's what I want: spiders who can eat tr- yeah, Twitter trolls. You want Twitter spiders? So, and they get a bad they get a bad rap. And my daughter tried to kill a spider the other day, and I told her, "No, don't do that. That's bad." She's like, why? I'm like, because they eat bugs. Do you like bugs? She said, no. I said, they're worse than bugs, and they're not going to bite you. If, sp- if you really did get a spider bite, your whole body would be fucked up. So settle down, child. And she said, what does fucked up mean? And I said, don't worry about it. <laughs> That's not the true part of the story, by the way. It's not true. But the I rest really... of it was true. She wants to kill spiders, and I says, don't do it. I really enjoy this wormhole. Very nice. <laughs> hey, there's more to go down, buddy. There's more to go down. Um, so real quick, the major league movie, like people see blazing. Have you seen blazing saddles? I think a long time. Just go, go watch it. It's still a funny movie these days, but there's just movies you can't make these days. And there's names you can't use anymore. And it's just something we're going to have to get used to. It's as simple as that. Now you start taking down, uh, listen, I'm very conflicted about George Washington, but I'm, I'm still on his side founded our country man you can't start wiping out guys that founded the freaking country i just am very against i understand not wanting certain monuments up and stuff but (laughs) there's a better place for them than destroyed on the ground the confederate Uh, monuments fuck them no fuck fuck them all but i'm saying like you know there's history and it's it's good and bad history is very important to know both ends you can't just like to me denying that it existed is like people who deny that the Holocaust happened. We need to know, we need to educate ourselves about all history, good and bad. And uh, I'm not saying there should be monuments built to these people, but there are places like museums and stuff where you can learn about this stuff. And I think it's very important to learn about the history of your country and your world, uh, be it good or bad history. That's very moderate of you. It's nice to hear a little moderation. Um, no, no, no. I think, you know, George Washington, one of my heroes growing up, there's obviously some controversy surrounding our founding fathers, but 
I'm not going to go down that wormhole right now either. All right. Um, and our buddy, <laughs> Trevor Bauer, did you see what he did to Kurt Schilling on Twitter? Those two guys had a good battle. Yeah, that was wild, man. Uh, they were really going after each other. And uh, I think um, Schilling, what, deleted his Twitter for a little bit, but yeah. he's back on it. Yeah. I don't know if he's on Is he on it or off it now? I don't, I don't know. know. I, well, I saw this fight between Yeah, he's the two. on it. He's on it. Um, Bauer, obviously, smarter of the two. Uh, Schilling, much more accomplished of the two. That's why Bauer came off with a better, uh, better position. I think he's just a better debater, but... Don't even try. He, I think Bauer said that his numbers were better than Schilling's at age 28, which is fine. Then if that's the case, if Trevor Bauer thinks he's gonna, his career is going to take off, it better start this year, right? Yeah, I think it's funny that he's given him like little nicknames. Called him, he called him Mr. Butt Kurt. <laughs> you know, even the people that hate Trump have started taking the, the nicknames, though. It's all nicknames now. If you don't like somebody, just put a lil or a fat or something in front of them, and then it'll hurt people's feelings. Uh, Last one for you, pal. Sean Doolittle, okay? This is interesting. The Nationals closer, still up in the air whether or not he's going to play. He is quoted as saying, sports is the reward for a functioning society. Which actually, I mean, listen, if you want to take it broader, there are shithole countries, whichever ones you think are or aren't shithole countries, that have sports, that play sports. I don't know if it's really a reward, but actually in this environment, if we can take care of ourselves, and we obviously can't, this country's a disaster and we're too selfish to do anything right. But if we could take care of ourselves, we would have a nice reward. We would have the Major League Baseball season. But I like where he's coming from on that. I just think that it's going to get taken to another level to where, you know, every it's, it's not a reward, it's a right. Yeah, it's it's we are kind of getting rewarded if they actually play because it'd be a lot easier for baseball to have just canceled the season. Would it have been easier, though? I, I think in the long term, it, it's I think for them not- to cancel it this year. Yes, it would have been very easy for the owners to say, you know what? We're going to lose too much money. Let's just say that we're worried about the covid and shut it down. Yeah, I just think it would have been so detrimental to the future of the game to do so. I do too, but it would have been easy for them to just shut it down. You would do little guy or an anti do little guy. He's pretty, he's pretty outspoken. I, I like, um, I like Sean. I, I talked to him a couple times. He's a good dude. He's a, uh, it, it's funny cause our com- the conversations we've had have mostly been nothing about this stuff that he's outspoken about. He's uh his father. He, he's a, as the term goes, he's a military brat. Mm-hmm. His parents were in the air force. I think his mother was as well. I can't recall, but um, his father was a career Air Force man, and um, I know his wife Erin has a brother who has special needs who works in the um, uh, the cafeterias for military people. And she and, has a uh, lung problem too. She does. I, I wasn't aware mm-hmm. of that, but I mean, they both seem like good, well-intentioned people. Um, I, there's things that Doolittle does that I agree with and things that I disagree with but I think that's the case with any reasonable individual where you're going to have certain things you like about somebody and certain things that you dislike it doesn't mean you like them less as a person or anything and I think that we've lost sight of that in this country largely wow you're just making a lot of sense today it's 
It's very odd. I don't know what's going on with you. Do you have a good weekend? Is are you the super relaxed or something? What's going on here? I, I had about let me see one two three about forty seven beers yesterday. Oh, so. that's nice. Did you really? <laughs> what time did the fireworks stay by you? Zero o'clock. It's amazing that you didn't have any fireworks. I just remembered that I asked you that at the top. Yeah, it seems like no, it was it, so it, long ago. Really, really was weird to just not hear it, but. Such, I mean, the biggest thing, though, that uh, I mentioned to you beforehand is it was just the third, fourth of July that we didn't have Major League Baseball since Congress recognized Independence Day as a federal holiday in 1870. And now it's time for Spader Stats, Stats, Stats. There's the fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That was exactly what it sounded like last night. So how many times have we not had... Baseball on Independence Day? Just the third time since it was named a federal holiday in 1870. All right, what else? You got 2020, obviously. 1981, the split season Mm -hmm. when there was a strike. And then you got to go all the way back to 1880. You know what? I don't think that anybody looking at the record books looks at the Dodgers World Series in 81 and puts an asterisk next to it. Do they? Uh, Split season? I think the only reason it's it's talked about is because of what's going on right now and that's it that's the only reason people talk about it. yeah i remember the splits i was really really young i just remember fernando mania and the yankees and if if any if if any season should have an asterisk it's that one because the best team didn't even make the damn playoffs who is it the reds yeah and wait just wait because the dodgers are going to win it again this year and all the, that's the all the playoff all the playoff failures that they've had, they're going to end up winning the sixty game season, and everybody is going to put an asterisk. Next to that. Yeah. Hold on, so I'm looking at the 18, uh, 1981 Reds. Okay, um, their farm director was a guy named Chief Bender. Yes, was great a pitcher with the New York Giants, on the same staff as um, Christy Mathewson. And John McGraw was the manager of that team. So, um, huh, this, no, so this was his kid, I guess, because Chief Bender died in 1954. Chief, right. He played in the New York Giants way back in the... And 81 had Chief Bender as a um, farm director who, let me see here. By the way, I completely botched Chief Bender, too. He was with Baltimore mm, with McGraw. Back to the freaking... Well, Chief Bender died February twenty seventh, two thousand eight. This this Chief Bender, not okay. the um, the other one. But um, did we have to change his name? You know what it was back then. Just any guy that was an Indian got called Chief. If you were a Native American, your nickname was Chief. I mean, it's just it's as simple as that. That's just what was, what it was. So, so the original Chief Bender was Crow Wing County, Minnesota, born eighteen eighty four. Is this Nate? Uh, Hell of a pitcher. Yeah. What do you, he's a Hall of Famer, right? Yeah. Absolutely. It's kind of funny that he made the Hall of Fame because he was inducted in 1953, which, uh, good on baseball for doing it right by him because he, he died in 1954. So fortunately, he got to see his induction. But um, he's kind of um, goes against the grain for what was considered a Hall of Famer at the time because he only had 212 victories. 212 and 127. Do you think they were excited about his 229 FIP? I, I don't think they um, were aware of it at the time. Or his 112 ERA plus? 
Uh, that's actually not very good. That isn't very good. For a Hall of Famer, I mean, it's, it's, it's good. But for a Hall of Famer, 12% above league average, that, that's, that's really not that special, man. <laughs> well, strikeouts weren't as important back then. The most important thing was, wasn't even winning or scoring runs. It was just not striking out. I think that was the whole, the whole way they played at the turn of the century. Just yeah. don't strike out and you win. Um, what are the other two years? Or two years? Let's see here. 2020, 18 what? 1981 and then 1880. 1880. Can you guess why they didn't play in 1880? Um, let's see here. The Civil War was way over by then. Uh, they didn't have the plague then. I don't know. There wasn't. Was there a Mexican uh, American War? Or the you know, what? What was going on? It was a Sunday, huh? It was a Sunday, the Lord's Day. <laughs> okay. You don't play on Sunday. Oh, that's they why play. they didn't play the yep. game. That's well, it. times have changed that way too, haven't they? Certainly. <laughs> they didn't play the game because <laughs> they didn't play on July Fourth because it was Sunday. Right. And then, well, what did they do? Just play the next year? They're like, all right, or play the next seven years later. They're just like, screw it. Let's just do it this year. I wonder what changed. Yeah, I don't, I don't really know. But yeah, it was 140 years ago on a, a Sunday. You bring that up because we lived in a little town in Virginia after we moved out of New York and everything was closed on Sunday. Every really? day, every Sunday. I should, you couldn't my, go anywhere. My, my old man tells me about how uh, when he was younger, if he worked on a Sunday, like he was working since he was like 12 years old, if he worked on a Sunday, he got paid double time. That's awesome. You know how awesome that would be for me since I work 16 hours on Sundays? That would be so cool. If work a 32-hour day? Yes. And that's it. Just mail it in the next of the week, the rest of the week. Give me uh, my eight hours. I'll work uh, two hours a day for four days. I'm fine with that. That is terrific. All right. Well, I, I got one more for you that I wanted to uh, bring up mm -hmm. um, because it happened recently. Uh, is the Ed Delahanty story. That and, didn't happen recently. Well, it, it was the anniversary, the 117th anniversary of... No, it did not happen recently. But it's, it's just one of my favorites ever because... It's really funny to me because, first of all, the dude was playing for the Washington Senators. He wanted to be out of D.C. so badly. Uh, they wouldn't let him go to New York. He wanted to play for the Giants in New York. And uh, back then, the team players would just, they, they called it jumping to another team. Like, they would just change their team. They, I guess they had some sort of right or something. And they wouldn't let him go. So he was like, all right, fuck you, and went on a week-long bender and just getting hammered. And he uh, was on a train near Niagara Falls and threatened to kill somebody with a knife. And the conductor kicked him off the train. And I guess he was moseying about uh, near the uh, Niagara Falls. And he either fell or was pushed in, drunk into Niagara Falls. And then he was found two weeks later downstream, dead, naked except for a tie, socks, and shoes. It's a hell of a way to go. It, I mean, and in the prime of his career, too. He was a hell of a ball player. And he, um, uh, he's a Hall of Famer. Uh, batted 400 three different times. And it's, I mean, clearly the guy was a violent uh, alcoholic. <laughs> Could you imagine if that happened today? I, I, just, I just look at things in the world and how they're, they're viewed in today's light and like, future Hall of Fame pitcher gets wasted and pushed over Niagara Falls and dies. Found two weeks later. 
Fascinating. Might even have been bigger back in the 90s when it was like headline news and they could just stop the news and do That would have been a great story. Poor Ed. Great picture, though. How old was he? 30, 31? He was 35 years old, actually, and uh, still really playing well. He won for the, um, I think they were the, what were they, the Senators in 1902. He won the batting title uh, in 1902, batting 376. Uh, he was only batting, only batting 333 in 1903 um, at the time of his uh, rather untimely demise. But um, Delahanty, if you look through throughout like his his career statistics he's really really interesting uh, he batted 403 different times he had a stretch from what do we got uh, 1894 to 1896 a three-year stretch where he batted 402 and didn't win a single batting title during that span wow but um was still you know head and shoulders the best player in the league and probably my um my favorite stat from him is from that 1902 season where he had he played 123 games 43 doubles 14 triples 10 homers 16 stolen bases and nine strikeouts wow (laughs) by the way living to 35 back then was pretty good yeah i I mean fallen drunk over uh into niagara falls yeah no i mean that's good and like the average like, guys usually died at, like, 50. You were dying at 50 200 years ago. How about this? Ago. Now I, I, I can't... I didn't know this. Mm-hmm. He had four brothers who played Major League Baseball. Hmm. So his one brother... Let's let's just get an idea. His uh, So Tom Delahanty lived to be almost 79. Joe lived to be 60. Jim, 74. And Frank, 83. Hmm. So Ed uh, dying at thirty-five. Think he passed up some time, huh? Yeah, it's it's it looks that way. All right, pal. Well, most people died of like polio and stuff back then. So there's other things you had to worry about. I'd rather die from uh, going over Niagara Falls than polio. Yeah, drunk too, right? Yeah, yeah so polio, mm-hmm. syphilis, all that stuff would kill you back in the day. Go out in your glory. Now we love it. All right. Um, you want to say goodbye? Are we done here? I think it was a fun show. We talked about a lot of different things. I'll just say that. Yeah, we were all over the place, and uh, it was it was always a good one. So make sure uh, if you're listening to us and you made it this far, then you probably want to give us a five-star rating on the iTunes. Yes, I agree. That is something that you're going to want to do. And for Ryan, who is at the ace of Spader, S-P-A-E-D-E-R, I'm Holden Kushner at Holden Radio on Twitter, and we'll catch you later in the week. This is Brandon Kelly, the host of Blue Wire's new podcast, Golden Goal. Messi takes everybody on. Messi has got it! From Lionel Messi to Marta to Pele, our show takes a deep dive into soccer superstars. 2-0, and he's... What a World Cup for Megan Rapinoe! From Zlatan Ibrahimovic's brash confidence with the play to back it up, to Megan Rapinoe's heroic outspokenness and World Cup flair... Each episode examines a personality of the world's game. We'll dig into Maradona's Hand of God performance and subsequent downfall, the teenage trio at Dortmund that signaled the next generation of superstars, and that infamous headbutt that slung Zinedine Zidane from glory. Golden Goal, soccer stars and the moments that made them. Premiering this summer on Blue Wire.